the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. It is Friday, and that means... That means it's Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. You pick the subject. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. And you can call now. Fridays, we will talk about anything, a question about the Bible, maybe something in the news, maybe you didn't get through earlier in the week or last week for some kind of subject, and you want to bring it up again today, you can do that. 888-528-2557. We'll change the subject just for you. It is great to be with you today. I want to thank you for uh, uh, your giving the last couple of days as uh, thousands of kids were given the uh, 44 cent cure. So thank you for doing that. You can still do that if you'd like at the website kkla.com if you're here in Los Angeles. And uh, the the tuitions that we were, uh, uh, half price tuitions, those are still available too at kkla.com. So we'll talk about that another time. But really glad that you were with us. We've had an exciting week and we do those other things. And there's so many stories, so many things go by. You know, there's a couple of things that I find uh, just kind of interesting. Now, here's a story that's happening more and more often. Uh, and it's made me think about our experiences at airports. Have you ever had an unusual or crazy reason why you missed a flight or maybe some other experience at an airport that was uh, very unusual. This is something that apparently is happening in uh, many of our cities today. Border airline passengers are advised to check in with your airline's mobile app as soon as possible, up to 24 hours in advance, and arrive at the airport with at least two hours before your plane takes off. Now, do you do that? Do you arrive two hours early? I don't. I mean, I do if I'm at some places. Like if I'm at LAX and uh, my terminal is one of those that you got to walk 35 miles to. It's a cheaper flight out there because by the time you get there, you've walked half the way to your destination. But most of the time, I, I two hours, that's a long time. But I'm, I'm comfortable with that. But I know some people who aren't. My parents, you know, they'll get to the airport four hours early and they'll eat at the airport chilies and they'll just kind of hang out for a while. Uh, anyway, there's a reason, though, that she is recommending that everybody get to the airport early and make sure you check in on your app. At least two hours before your plane takes off. That's because asylum seekers illegally released by the Department of Homeland Security are waiting on standby for seats. And if you aren't at the boarding gate when agents start to fill empty seats, you could be bumped. That's what happened to Joel Cavazos. He bought tickets to L.A. from McAllen. He says he had trouble checking in on the American Airlines app and even arrived at the airport an hour before his flight. Now, see, it should have been two hours, apparently, for, for this guy. But this is what's happening is there's all these videos and, and people, all of these people who are coming up over the border. And I shouldn't say just coming up. I read an article today about people coming over the Canadian border. I've said, you know, both borders need to be controlled. Do you know how many people are trudging across 200,000 people last year came across illegally the Canadian border, and that's just what we know about. And from 60 different countries, that's from the northern border. 
Everybody's coming here. And uh, so at some point, they're going to get on a plane. They're going to get on a plane because we don't know where to put people. We're sending people to sanctuary cities. We're sending people other places. But what's happening is they're taking your seat because you got delayed or you were a little late. Or if you're like me, I like to be the guy who arrives right before they close the gate. Right, right before they close the door on the plane, because what's the point of sitting there the whole time? Anyway, you're going to hear this is something that's happening to me. It's a big deal, obviously, this issue, but it's it's kind of funny. At the airport an hour before his flight. Cavasso says he checked in here with TSA, but by the time he got through the checkpoint, the boarding agent told him he had been bumped from the flight. No, they weren't polite at all. I mean, the the initial response was, you missed your flight. We gave your ticket to someone else. That's a response. And we gave your ticket to someone else who has no ID. (laughs) We don't know who they are. We don't know. We just have to take their word for it because that's how we do airlines in our country today. See that maybe I'm just in the mood to sort of just laugh at the absurdity of uh, the world today. But, uh, you know, it seems to me you ought to have an ID to fly a plane. But that's not what's happening uh, out there. It's uh, have you ever missed your flight because of something crazy? I mean, that's a story, right? Is. you got delayed and by security probably, and then somebody who gets to go through security without an ID, they get your seat. 888-528-2557 is the number. Did I forget to give the number out? I might have. The, the number is 888-528-2557, and uh, it is Open Phone Friday. 888-528-2557. One of the things I'm looking for today are crazy stories that you've had at the airport, maybe a way that, and a reason that you missed a flight. And uh, if I like your story, maybe we'll give you a mug. A uh, We we have all these mugs. Speaking of crazy things, all these mugs that we did when we were, we were known as Southern California Live, SoCal Live a while ago. We made all these mugs, and then we changed the name to the Pastor Scott Show five minutes after we got all these mugs. So we need to have a clearinghouse of those mugs. But maybe, maybe I'll give you a book. I've got a book here by Philip DeCourcy. Uh, I've got a, a big book here from uh, John MacArthur. And uh, who knows what we're going to give away today on the Pastor Scott Show. But I'd like to know, you know, if you've had, if you've missed a flight or you've had some crazy reason. Christy and I missed a flight once together. We were in Seattle. And Seattle has, in my view, the worst TSA. I think that's where they send you if you're bad at being a TSA agent. We go up there. And both of us got pulled out of line for the the extra special examination, like totally separate and supposedly random. We're pulled out of line. Well, our our gate was somewhere in Vancouver, so it took us forever to run. By the time we got out of that, we're kind of late. We ran. We ran to our gate. And right as we're coming up to the gate, we were on time, but they're allowed to give away your seat about 10 minutes right before. Did you know that? So if you're not there... 10 minutes, they, they'll, uh, they'll give away your seat to somebody on standby. We actually heard the gate agent say to this guy and his wife, oh, here they come. You better hurry up and get on the plane. We heard that. That's how close we were. We heard, we heard it when they gave away our flight. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, that, that, was, that did not make me happy at all. And But what did make me happy was then I got to say to the gate agent who would not put us on the plane, those people scampered down the ramp and they got our seats. But then I got to say, we have a dog on that plane and I want my dog off the plane. And you could see her face go from glee for what she had done, because I don't know why that was fun for her, to not glee. And they had to take my dog off the plane, which delayed that flight. And then that flight was a you know, had a connection somewhere and they put us on a flight that was actually nonstop and we actually got home sooner. 
with our dog, which was good, which uh, was always good because one time we got home without the dog. That's another story. You got a story, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Shannon in Huntington, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Pastor Scott, how are you? I'm good. Shannon, how are you? Oh, hold on a second. You know what? You're on my Bluetooth. Can you hear me? I can hear you, and uh, you're okay, in my good. ear, too, so that we're, we're making that connection all right. <laughs> okay. All right, so I have a crazy travel story. I was going to visit my dad back in 2009. He lived in North Carolina, and it was kind of an emergency. And it was, uh, no, it was December. It was freezing, so I was wearing my egg boots, my jeans, a big sweatshirt, what have you, and I had a layover in Chicago. And it was my flight to Chicago was late, so I had to get off the plane and run to the next plane, which was, you know, like you said earlier, 50 miles away. And Chicago O'Hare is a big airport. <clears throat> anyway, I get to the gate. There is nobody there. And I was like in tears, and some air, air, airline employee was walking by, and I'm like, the plane was still sitting at the gate, but all the doors were shut. Nobody was there. And I stopped him, and I said, please, 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 I have to get on that plane. And sure enough, he picked up the phone behind the desk, called them, and they let me on. It was so amazing. I'm amazed. I don't know if they're even, how long ago was that? 2009. 2009. Yeah, I don't know if they're allowed to do that. 2008. I, I think now, maybe I'm wrong, maybe somebody from an airline can tell me, but I think, I think that whenever you, whenever that plane door is shut, I think then you can't get back on. I think that's the rule, but maybe they broke the rule for you, which is nice, nice of them to do that. Which, yeah, they, I mean, they must have. Um, it was very, very, very nice because I was, you know, I was going to see my dad, he was ill, and it was like, I had to make that flight, so... Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Hey, so, Shannon, would was, you? It was very cool. Though. Would you like a uh, a Southern California live mug, coffee mug? Sure, I'd love it. All right, hold on. And we're... you, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. You were going to email me because I emailed you about churches in my area to go visit. Oh, and you never got that. We have a. Uh, how long that. ago was that? Months. Okay, months ago. Here, send me an email. <laughs> Today is today is catch up day with people. All right, send me an email to Pastor Scott at kkla.com. If you don't hear from me in a day, send me another one because sometimes I get caught. We have this great spam filter that blocks even my boss's emails sometimes. And uh, did you get my email? No. Oh, it's in the spam filter along with uh, somebody from Nigeria offering me money. Uh, so yeah, do that again, and I'll be happy happy to do that. All okay. right, so so hold okay. on here, and we'll get your address, and uh, we'll send you a mug along with an email. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All, All right. right. Thanks, Pastor Scott. Thanks, Shannon. All right, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Rachel in Orange County, how are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Um, so I actually am uh, just trying to uh, – I'd like a mug. I called in months ago, maybe even close to a year ago, and you liked my story, and you said you were going to send a mug out. But I never got the mug. And, um, so I if, I could, if I could get my mug. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Jose, are you uh, keeping track of this? We we need to get Rachel's. We need to get Rachel's. Today is, uh, we'll just be the Pastor Scott Show uh, customer service department. And uh, the last, the last person didn't get their email and you didn't get their mug, your mug. All right. I will. So when we're, is that why you're calling or do you have an inf- a, a flight story? kind of like a funny story me and my friend were taking a flight 
a, a local flight to San Francisco, and they overbooked it. They overbooked it. We had seats next to each other. They overbooked it, and um, so we we didn't get our seats. And there was they put they they put me in like this little jump seat, I guess you know, that wasn't even in the aisles. Right. And she was yeah, and she was across from me, and there was this really really big guy next to her, and so. You know, we asked him if, if we could, if he would switch, so we'd have to like talk across from each other, and, and he wouldn't do it. And, it. and it was just kind of a funny thing. After a while, we had to laugh at it, but we were really upset because that was our seat that we had um, assigned. But they, you know, they gave him away and said, "Okay, sit here." And you know, talking across from each other, you know, from the jump seat to the aisle seat was pretty funny. Uh, after. After we had calmed down and, you know, settled down, we laughed about it later. I, I so think, that, that's my funny little story. I think you do have to laugh about it, right? It's just, what are you going to do? Uh, right, and, later uh, we did. Man, the, the overbooking is a huge deal. Um, and I've, yeah. I've been one of those people where I'm the one who wants your seat, you know, if they're kicking people off because then they'll pay you money. <laughs> so I used to, <laughs> I used to get... Every weekend, I would get a $300 voucher from Southwest because I would just have – I'd book the overbooked flight. I knew it was overbooked, and then they'd always make the announcement. The announcement used to be, uh, hey, if you would like to get off this flight. And it would be me and like 10 other people racing to the counter to make sure we got our voucher. And Southwest is like, a, Southwest is like a bus, you know. You get another one in 10 minutes. All right, Rachel, hold on, and uh, we'll get you, uh, you a mug. Maybe we'll send you two mugs. Just, oh, that would be awesome. Just Thank to make you. good. All right, two mugs for Rachel. 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Uh, complaint, if you have a complaint uh, to file, that's the number, 888-528-2557. That's not good, though, that, uh, you know, a mug didn't get out there. And uh, so, all right, so I'm, I'm, uh, we are getting their addresses, yes? I'm putting everybody to work now. Okay, so we're going to send those mugs. We'll get that done. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Pastor Scott Show. Paul in L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Do we owe you a mug, Paul? Oh, I, I'll take one if I get one, but do you don't owe me one. Okay, that's good to know. Good okay. to know. <laughs> okay, this is a, my story. is a flight I missed when I was going on active duty in the Navy. They were supposed to give me a uh, pass to take, to, at that time it was PSA Airlines, up to San Francisco. Well, I saw the officer seal the pass in my orders. Oh. I started to say something, but I wanted to go ride the train. So the next morning I was down catching a, you get a train ticket to take the train from L.A. to San Francisco. And when I got up there, the officer, when I told him I, I gave him the t- ticket to get my money back, he said, well, they were supposed to give you a pass. I said, well, I didn't get one. And he started chewing me out, and I kind of looked down. I was watching him, and as he opened the orders, he immediately changed his tone because he looked in there and saw the pass was sealed in my orders. <laughs> well, that was good then, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's uh, that is a crazy story. So, would you like a mug? Oh, sure. All right, hold on, <laughs> and uh, I'm putting everybody to work today to get uh, the addresses. All right, so we'll send you we'll send you a mug. Just keep holding on there, Paul. 888-528-2557. Do you have a crazy airline story, something that happened to you? Um, one person was talking about how she ran to, uh, had to run to the gate, and I've had to do that a couple of times. One time, I was flying uh, from Atlanta. We landed in Phoenix, and if you've ever been to the Phoenix airport, 
sometimes, you know, your your connecting flight is in Tucson, meaning you got it's so far away. That airport is so big. So you land in one gate and you got to run all the way through that airport. And they got those moving sidewalks everywhere and everything. And we are running because the flight was late. We're barely making it. And when we got it within the terminal area where we go, they were actually calling our name. It was me and a friend named uh, David. And they were saying, Scott Furrow and David, Scott and David, we're going to close the doors. And they started to do a play-by-play like it was a horse race as we're running down the thing. And around the bend they come, they pass the Starbucks and they pass the uh, bubblegum machine. And and we barely made it. And they they weren't laughing, though. They were uh, very serious about yelling at us. I thought, you know, it should be funny, but they they were not in a mood. Uh, You got a a story there, um, uh, Josh? Josh is sitting in today. Oh, you're holding up your hand. I thought you had something to add. Okay. Oh, you might have been just saying, all right. See, we, you know, took a little break and uh, we're trying to work it out. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. There have been at least two incidents lately of people who got on aircraft without a passport or without a uh, without a ticket, without a ticket, and actually made international flights. This just happened uh, here at uh, at LAX. I'm trying to get my uh, cursor over there. Where is there? We go. New details about a security breach that involves a Russian man who flew to LAX without a ticket or a passport. The 46-year-old is in federal custody after being charged as a stowaway and misleading U.S. customs officers. Federal officials say the passenger traveled from Copenhagen, Denmark. He landed at LAX November 4th. They say he acted like nothing was wrong and told them that he simply left his passport on the plane. But that- I guess that's how you do it, right? If you want to stow away on a plane, you just say, you just act normal, right? That's, that's how you get away with it. You just act like you should be there. And uh, I guess you just get on the plane. And they said, uh, where's your passport? And he said, oh, I, I left it at home. And they said, okay. <laughs> they let him on the plane. Apparently, it's that simple. A passport was never found. Customs agents couldn't find him in the system, something they say never happens. The mystery man said he could not remember even being in Copenhagen, let alone evading security there. He pleaded not guilty and is being held at the Metropolitan Detention Center pending trial. He'll be back in court later this month. I don't think I've ever had the experience of flying next to somebody who didn't have a ticket, but maybe you have. They probably don't offer that information to you when you uh, try to strike up a conversation with the person next to you, Uh, which I do usually to try to say something really weird so that they uh, don't talk to me the rest of the flight. And uh, one time I was flying with Christy, and this was – remember a few years ago when we brought somebody into the United States with Ebola and there was this Ebola virus crisis kind of going on in the world and this woman comes by and she sits next to me i'm in the middle seat i let christy have the window all right so i'm in the middle seat she sits next to me and christy knows that when i'm on the plane i always make some comment to the person i'm sitting next to just to see if there's a reaction and you know christy is my wife sometimes she laughs sometimes she does not find that funny but this time uh this lady sits down next to me and she goes you know what? I uh, I have the sniffles, but uh, I'm not sick. I just have an allergy, so I don't want you to worry that I'm going to make you sick. And I and what she say? She said, uh, "So don't let the sniffles bother you." That's what she said. So I said, "Oh, that's okay." I said, "I have the Ebola virus, but uh, don't let the fever and sweats bother you." And without missing a beat, she looked at me and she said, "That's okay. It's the bleeding eyes that bother me." 
touche. She won. My wife lost it, just cracking up. And uh, that was one of the funnest people I ever sat next to, my wife and this lady. She was hysterical the entire entire flight. All right, 888-528-2557. We're talking about plane stories or airport stories, something crazy that happened to you. And uh, we're catching up on uh, the complaints department as well. It's open line Friday, and uh, we're going to make good though on all of those things, right, everybody? 888-528-2557, open line Friday. Well, that's not exactly the noise right there, but, uh, you know, we're, we're just trying to catch up here. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I like this. I always feel like uh, there's something uh, exciting coming after that, and that's what Open Line Friday is. We'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Angelica and Lena and Carl and others will get your calls as we return. You can follow me right now on social media, on the TikTok and the X and the Instagram, Facebook, and now on Rumble. Live on Rumble, The Pastor Scott Show. Just check it out, at Pastor Scott Show. We will be back as the Friday edition of The Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Well, moving on to other news, and in a bizarre incident, a UK man flew from London to New York without a boarding pass, a ticket or even a passport. The Heathrow Airport was uh, subjected to a major security review after the incident. Now, according to reports, last December, 46-year-old Craig Sturt snuck behind another passenger through security and passport control at UK's busiest airport. He got onto a British Airways uh, flight and acquired a free seat of a passenger who missed his flight. Now, at the John F. Kennedy Airport in New York, however, airport officials detained him. The 46-year-old was sent back to the UK where he was arrested for fraud and aviation security offences. So this is another guy who got on a flight, an international flight, this time at Heathrow, and flew all the way to New York. And he just went, got on the plane. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. It's Open Line Friday. We're talking about whatever it is you'd like to talk about today, so you can change the subject, 888-528-2557. I've been asking if you have crazy airline stories, and uh, many of you do. That guy, by the way, who landed in New York, he goes back to Heathrow, and the rest of that story is he had a arraignment or something he's supposed to show up for. He doesn't show up for it, naturally. Why? I don't know, probably because he's in Los Angeles now on another flight that he got on, and nobody bothered to arrest him because we don't do that here. 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Angelica in Orange County, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Um, I have a funny story. I was, uh, well, I'm originally Canadian, and um, so I was flying from Canada. I was living in Costa Rica with my mom back in 1992. Hmm. So anyways, I was flying, I had a round-trip ticket, so I was flying from Canada to Costa Rica, and then my mom was going through a lot, so we and we were very poor. And she had to, fly, she used my ticket to fly back um, to Canada. And so what happened was, we checked in. You know, we went to San Jose, and we were at the beach. It was like you know so long to get to the airport in in the Aloela. But you, she, I checked in. I got my boarding pass, and I said okay, and I gave it to her. I mean, I feel kind of bad saying about this, but I gave her my boarding pass, and she just goes on her way, goes and gets on the plane. 
And then all of a sudden, before the plane takes off, uh, and my mom's sweating bullets because, you know, she's thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm doing something so wrong. And they said, Angelica, could you please push your, you know, light, you know, your because I think it wasn't even assigned seats back then. So they didn't know where I was sitting. And so my mom is thinking, what do I do? What do I do? And so she pushed the button, you know, and so they come over to her and they said, are you Angelica? And she said, yes. (laughs) And then they said, uh, we're sorry, we're at a vegetarian uh, meal. Would you like chicken or beef? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom said, whatever, whatever you want to give me, it doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> That's right, I'm my Angelica, just write Angelica on it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it was like so different back then, you know, and um, even the meals that they had you know, but anyways, that's my funny story. And again, <laughs> wouldn't do that now. But back then it was, it was, it was a reality. <laughs> that is a great story. I don't think we can change that, right? You can't give someone else your ticket now. That's just, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. it's transferable <laughs> at all. I have a, I have a, yeah. I have a friend and he, he's on the terror watch list. Like he's not, but somebody with the same name is on the terror watch list. Well. And and this guy is the most gentle, you know, person on earth, really. Like, and he just doesn't come across as like he'd hurt anybody. I'm always worried about him, right? Just in general. And mm-hmm. he gets taken aside into a little room, and they interrogate him every time. <laughs> oh, that's awful. That's awful. He, he has to get to the airport so early so he can be detained by the uh, Secret Service or whoever doing the FBI oh. every time. Uh, it's probably oh. just worth uh, driving at that point. Hey, Angelica, yeah. you want a mug, Angelica? Oh, um, sure, yeah. I'll you don't have to have a mug. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not forcing the mugs on people. Take it. Okay, I'm going to take it. Right. Thank you. B for chicken. Okay. All right, just hold on. Uh, all right, 888-528-2557. Uh, Lena in Torrance, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, hi, Pastor Scott. It's Linda. Oh, Linda. Sorry, Linda. That's okay. Um Love your show, love your humor, love your music. Um, we, I used to travel a lot, quite a bit for my work, and it wasn't unusual for me to have a three-week travel agenda. So I would pack pretty heavy, and um, there was one trip that I had, four states that I had to go to, and I went to my very first connecting flight and had to pick up my baggage. They didn't transfer my baggage for some reason on that flight. And at the baggage claim, everyone was gathered around, and I saw a bag of toiletries come down the conveyor belt. And I thought, oh, gosh, somebody's bag got destroyed. Then the next thing I saw, like, a shoe, and I thought, I have that same pair of shoes. How interesting. And this went on and on until about the seventh piece that came down was a private, unmentionable, and I thought, that's mine. And the next thing that came down was the bag, and it was completely open, and all my items were in full view, and everyone was watching. And I thought, my gosh, that happened to me. So I had to replace everything. It was with United. They took me to their baggage store. Um, and I got to pick out what I wanted, and they replaced everything that was damaged. But oh, the funniest story, I know, that was a good ending. The funniest story was I was waiting at a hub, 
in Denver and was watching this mom with a very precocious three-year-old, and she kept feeding him M&Ms. And I thought, oh, he's going to be so sugared up when he gets on this flight. And she just kept giving him more and more, and he was running around happy as be. And we get on the flight, and they sit across the aisle from me. And as the flight took off, he looked at me and got sick, and there was projectile vomit everywhere, all over my clothes, everywhere. And I felt so bad for the stewardesses that back then they were called that, I think, uh, flight attendants nowadays. And because they came, you know, as soon as they could, the when it was safe to to help clean up, but it wasn't his fault. And yeah, yeah, you don't want that on a flight. It's not anybody's fault. They get sick. You know, I was on a flight recently where uh, lots of people got sick because the turbulence was crazy, and everybody was strapped in, right? So they just kept handing garbage bags for people to throw up and down the plane. Like there's all these, it was it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. he looked right at me, Pastor, and I knew it was coming. <laughs> I know. That, it's all in slow motion, right, when that happens? <laughs> but anyways, thank you so much. Right, we love Linda, your show. Thanks for calling thanks. the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. Funny airline story, Carl and Marietta. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello, Pastor. How are you? I'm good, Carl. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, I've got a story for you. So this happened back in, like, uh, 1988 or something like that. And I believe, if I remember correctly, this was, like, the second flight that I ever had in my entire life. So I wasn't used to flying, scared of flying. So I'm flying back from, uh, I'm flying from Indianapolis to back to Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, as we were heading to the airport, you could tell that the weather was getting bad. Storm clouds. And I'm thinking, man, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to take off. Got on the plane. We took off. We're heading to Cleveland. The captain comes uh, over to the loudspeaker, and he says, uh, we got a storm ahead of us, and we're going to try to go around it. So apparently he didn't quite make it in terms of going around the storm. I was sitting by the, uh, by the wing, and things just this got crazy that he, like, through the throttle to the to the to the max, you could hear the engines just screaming. I think we dropped I don't know like 500 feet or something like that. Uh, if my ha- if my uh, belt hadn't been on, I would have been uh, in the ceiling. And people were absolutely quiet. You could have heard a pin drop, except for you. Uh, uh, there were some a few people that were like whimpering. I mean, they were really scared. And the the wings were moving up and down, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I don't know if we're going to make it to Cleveland. We finally landed, and this is the this is the crazy part. Typically, when you get off uh, uh, your air uh, your your flight, the stewardesses are there to say, oh, thank you for flying, and we're so happy that you came. Have a nice day. Occasionally, the pilot does the same. Not this flight. <laughs> this flight, the stewardesses were like they had this grim look on their face, and the pilot was outside of the airplane, his hat was off, his his necktie was down about halfway, and sweat beads were coming down his face. <laughs> he always wanna, you always want a pilot with uh, sea, or air sickness or, or, you know, whatever was causing that. <laughs> That's pretty scary. Yeah, that, I've, 
That was it was something. I've got a few, but that was one I wanted to tell you. That is a good story. All right, Carl. Thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. You know, you just don't want your pilot to be uh, getting airsick or to be afraid of flying. Seems like an odd profession to go into if uh, you're afraid to fly. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Sandy in Costa Mesa. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Sandy, still there? I can put you on hold. Might have lost Sandy. Let's go to uh, David. David in L.A. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott. How are you? I'm good, David. We've got about uh, one minute. Well, um, I was on a flight with my sister going from Louisiana to Dallas-Fort Worth, and it was supposed to be about 30, 45 minutes. We got diverted because of a really bad storm to a southern small airport much further south of there, and we wound up sitting on the tarmac for almost seven hours. Oh, my. It was so bad that the captain came out of the cockpit and started handing out meals with the stewardesses, sandwiches and snacks. Now, my sister used to work for a charity, and she's traveled all over the world multiple times. He tripped out, got out her phone, and started taking pictures. She said, I've never seen this happen anywhere. Pilot never comes out of the cabin, especially to help hand out food. That's my so my was, nightmare is getting stuck on the tarmac for hours. Yeah, this is one of those one of those things. I think I think two bad. hours has been my. I if that were to happen, I would test out that emergency inflatable slide real quick. I'd be out of there. Hey, uh, <laughs> thanks, David, for calling the Pastor Scott Show eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. We'll be back as the Friday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. We're talking about your your funny airline stories. PSA, our smiles aren't just painted on. Remember that airline with the big old smile on it? Uh, PSA, our smiles aren't just painted on. PSA, our smiles aren't just painted on. Now, I've been on a few uh, flights there where they are painted on. What's that? Uh, what do you got, Josh? I remember PSA Airlines very well. In, in, uh, until 1979, you can actually go on a PSA flight and purchase the ticket mid-flight. Really? Like yeah. a train or something? Like a train almost. What do they do if you say, uh, no, I don't have a ticket? Do they just dump you out the side door? What's that back door for anyway? <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe that was what it was for. That's what they do now on that uh, that Alaska Airline flight. They said, uh, you don't have a ticket? Get them out of here. And they just right out the side. Eight eight eight. They didn't have paid toilets on the PSA Airlines. Like yeah. The, the Alaska Airlines. Did they really? <laughs> I, love it when peop- I love it when you sit next to somebody on the airline and they say, uh, so where are you headed? And it's like, yeah, well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm headed to uh, Denver. I'm going to jump out as soon as we uh, fly over. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Chris and Whittier, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott. Um, first off, I want to mention those. I'm one of the first recipients of your mug when it was Southern California Live with Scott Furrow. Uh huh. And did you I get one? That. Yeah, me and my son James got one. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, and I can. I consider that your rookie card. So, <laughs> folks, you better get one of those and hang on to it because you never know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you know, I'll sign it for you if you want to come to uh, Ask a Jew, Ask a Christian with Dennis Prager and Pastor Alan Jackson on uh, March uh, 12th. I'll sign your mug. Awesome. Well, the story I've got to share involves my son, James, who's uh, autistic. And uh, we decided to go fly to visit his sister who lives in Nashville. 
And this is right after the 9-11 stuff happened, about a year or so afterwards. So the security was still pretty tight. And, of course, everybody was going through the checkpoints. And James went through the checkpoints. And right off the bat, he failed because he didn't want to take his belt off. He's very attached to that. And Mm. his glasses. Don't want to take any of that off. So they said, okay, you have to come over to the room and we have to do a special check. I thought, you you know, okay, but, you know, he's not going to do well at this. So we get into this room, and five TSA guys came into the room with us, and what they wanted to do was swipe the bottom of his shoe to swipe for gunpowder residue or something like that. And I said, James is really autistic about his shoe. <laughs> you know, you're, gonna, you're in for a fight. And sure enough, he went freaking ballistic, and he held those five guys a day like it was a WWF cage match. And he was Andre the Giant. And I was a rodeo clown in the middle of it trying to distract him and trying to keep him from charging like a bull at all these guys. And they were they didn't want to engage with him physically, so they would dart in, then they run out. They dart in, they run out. Finally, I was able to get him enough distracted that one guy hit the floor, slid up, and swiped his shoe with a tissue paper, and that satisfied their need. So we got past that checkpoint. And then he gets on the plane... And he can't figure out why are we sitting here for hours and hours and hours? What is, you know, he couldn't comprehend what was going on while we're on this plane. So he starts yelling at people and they move us to the back of the plane next to a guy that was a first time flyer from, I think it was Houston, this Texas guy. And this guy, he was very nonplussed about James. James like, oh, you know, get away from me. He says, well, I ain't got nowhere to go. So I reckon I'm just going to stay right here. Anyway, he was like a, an autistic whisperer for my son, and uh, he calmed the whole play down, calmed the, the flight down for James. And by the time we landed, I came out, I had a signature line lining up of people coming to shake my hand and say, oh, man, you must be the greatest dad in the world. And I said, what choice do I have? You know, he's mine. <laughs> and that's him laughing in the background. <laughs> that, is a, was- that is a wild story. You know... They, remember, uh, people may not remember that there was, uh, you know, a shoe bomber on a plane who almost got away with it. His name was Richard Reed. I still remember that guy's exactly. name, right? Like he like had a wick coming out of his shoe, and he's trying to light it. You know, and the guy sitting next to him hits the uh, call button and <laughs> brings over the flight attendant. I think this guy's trying to blow up the plane. And they they caught. And then after that, it was all of our shoes. We had to take our shoes off. But I always thought, you know, they pull your son aside, and I always thought, you know, they pull him aside. But there's a guy going through the line with a. Uh, you know, death to Israel shirt and a bag full of hand grenades, and they let him go right through. I never understand all of that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Hey, Chris, thanks for your call. 888-528-2557. We've got a bunch of calls, so I'll try to get to as many as possible. Lots of stories here. Isaac in L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, hello? Hi, Isaac. Go ahead. Oh, this is your friend Isaac from um, Los Angeles. YouTube I, Isaac. Uh, yeah, YouTube Isaac. <laughs> a few years ago, I got a, a role in a movie had, that had to be shot in Minden, Louisiana. And so uh, there was this lady uh, who, when we were rehearsing, she tried to tell the director and everybody what to do. And uh, so we, we went to the airport, and she, she missed the flight. But she came uh, later. I think the next day she came. And she was always trying to control me and everybody. And so we shot the movie, which I won best actor for it was a shot in uh, uh at the um, uh, um, 
film festival. But, but, uh, you won Best uh, Actor at a film festival. You don't you don't have an, like an Oscar or something that you keep on your shelf. No, it's a fake Oscar. <laughs> it's a fake one, yeah. <laughs> fake Oscar, yeah. And um, anyway, so well, when we got ready to come back to Los Angeles, um, we, we had to go pick her up, and she wasn't ready. So we missed the flight again, and uh, we, were, we had to be standby, and, and um, uh, they wouldn't take us. So we had to spend the night in the um, in the airport, and she put on a dirty movie. And, I'm, and here I'm <laughs> trying to be a good Christian, trying to be a good Christian. All right. Jesus. You know, I'll bet that kind of thing happens a lot these days, actually, unfortunately. Uh, hey, Isaac, thanks for your call. I want to go on to some other calls here. I'll bet people have been sitting next to people watching stuff that they shouldn't be watching on airplane. I bet that happens all the time right now. 888-528-2557. Actually, I probably won't get to your calls th- before the break, uh, all of them, but I'll get to as many as I can here. Uh, Sandy in Costa Mesa, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Okay, so I used to live in Honolulu, and I used to uh, volunteer for a nonprofit. And this weekend, I did not know if my chihuahua was going to deliver puppies, so I just took her with me. And I always took my small dogs on the plane with me. Well, on the way back, she started delivering the puppies in Honolulu Airport. And somehow the ticket person got wind of it, and she's like, you can't go on the plane with those puppies being delivered. And I'm like, why not? It's just like, you know, the other 500 puppies that I've delivered before, everything's fine. And she's like, no way. And this was obviously after Aloha Airlines went broke. So um, I was really upset to have to even travel on Hawaiian because of, you know, arbitrary, stupid stuff like that. Uh But thank God my friend picked me up at the airport, kept me at her house overnight, and all the puppies were fine. We went to a a meeting with them and everything was great. And, but thank God, Go Airlines was there by then, and they were a great airline. They and they let you bring all the puppies on. They did. I they thought Aloha was going to so tell you you have to put the puppies not. back, or you can't get on the plane. Yeah, well, not only that, but Hawaiians like you have to go to the vet, and you have to get a vet uh, certification that these puppies are healthy enough to fly. Yeah, That's next like, time, wait till you're huh? on the flight. I thought you were going to tell me you're on the flight, and the uh, puppies came. They can't do much about that. No, I was on my way back, but yeah. thank God. All right. Anyway, Go Airlines was great. Thank right. you for taking the call. Thank you, Sandy. Uh, Sandy in Orange County, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi. Hi, Sandy. How are so, you? I'm good. So real quick, tell me what happened. Real quick. I was uh, take, we were taking a flight, my husband and I, taking a group to Israel. First time ever going there. And my husband chose Airbnb. Air, Air, you're clicking out a little bit. So you flew Air Jor, Jordanian? Air Jordanian. He thought that would be the safest way to go. So we we on the plane, took our seats. Everybody took their seats in our group, and then we went to take our seats, and we couldn't get in our seats because this gentleman would not get up, and we couldn't speak to him because we didn't know the language. And it took a while. Finally, we're waiting and trying to figure out what we're supposed to do, and I hate to fly anyways. And then all of a sudden, he saw that we weren't going to move, and so he kind of opened up his jacket suit a little bit and uh-huh. showed us a gun. <laughs> and in the meantime, yeah. Now, in the meantime, the stewardess finally got to us, and they put us in the jump seats, their seats, because he had our seats. And obviously, they explained to us later that he was, you know, the patrol guy on there. Oh, he he was the uh, he was the flight. Uh, what do they call those guys? They used to have. Uh... 
air marshals. Sure, if I, didn't. I just thought he was a random guy with a gun on a plane, Air Jordanian. You know, maybe everybody's supposed to have a gun on that airline. Exactly. That's what we thought, too, so we weren't going to push it any farther. <laughs> funny. Uh, okay. oh, this is normal, right? Yeah, so here we are in a jump seat going to, you know... Israel, it was crazy. But anyways, uh, it was a crazy thing. But I still can't figure out how people are getting through checkout. Yeah, well, maybe how they bring a it. gun. Maybe that's how it, how that gets done. You know, I don't have my passport, but I have this. Oh, you can get on the plane. Just, yeah. There's something going on. No, I mean, hey, thank yeah, you, Sandy, absolutely. for that call. Yeah, you want a mug, Sandy? You should definitely win a mug for that. Okay, thank you. Hold on. We'll get your address and uh, send you a mug. All right, we're about out of time here, everybody. Cliff, and uh, you, if, you, if you hang on, maybe we'll get to it a little bit. We're going to change subjects. It is Open Line Friday, though, so we do things a little bit different. So maybe when we come back, I will uh, get your calls anyway. Because it's Friday, and we do things a little bit differently, and we can have some fun. And there's some serious things maybe we can get to talk about. Open Line Friday, we'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. The number is 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. And uh, that's something fun that we get to do on the Pastor Scott Show on Fridays. We're on from 3 to 5 each and every day. You can also watch us live now on Rumble. Are you on uh, Rumble? Well, the Pastor Scott Show is on Rumble. And so just look us up at Pastor Scott Show on Rumble. We're also on the socials at Pastor Scott Show on X and Twitter. Uh, X is Twitter. And uh, TikTok, and, uh, because we want to share with the uh, Chinese government. All of that at Pastor Scott Show. All right, we'll see you in just a minute, the Friday edition of the Pastor Scott Show. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.